everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. Going to answer listener emails in this episode. But first, you may notice that it sounds a little different, not the normal quiet studio sounds in the background, because I'm in Bali and I wanted to bring a little bit of Bali to you. So rather than sit in my room, I'm sitting outside on my day bed in my villa here, overlooking my infinity pool, which overlooks the ocean. I mean, it's insane. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm posting pictures there. And Bali is such an incredibly magical place. It's my seventh or eighth time here, I think. I'm taking a little me time before I lead my retreat We've got 22 people coming from all over the world, and this year we were waitlisted, so if you want to come next year, make sure to get on our list soon. And, you know, I just want to share with you guys, I'm sitting in this, like I said, this, like, really sick villa, and I never thought that I could create this kind of life for myself, truly. I always wanted it, but I didn't know if it was possible, and I haven't been able to manifest beautiful things like this. I mean, the place I'm at is called Niawatu on Sumba Island. Google it if you want. It's one of the leading hotels in the world. And I'm treating myself to this. And I didn't get here by working really, 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 really hard externally. Yes, I have a strong work ethic. Yes, I put a lot of passion and focus into my work. But honestly, what has gotten me here? What has been responsible for the manifestation of so much of the abundance and joy and purpose in my life has been doing the internal work. When I really shifted what I thought of myself, when I healed all those limiting beliefs about not being enough and not being deserving and not being able to trust the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. When I really started to take off masks and release shame and, you know, just, just all the, the internal work that I've done with all my coaches and teachers and spiritual psychology training that has shifted me more than, than anything. And I wanted to share this with you because I think a lot of times we look at people who may be in a place we want to be and think, oh, I need to work harder or, oh, they're special or, oh, I can never have that. And that's not true. Every single one of us, including you, is fully, fully capable of achieving your dreams, whatever they may be. Now, they may come in a different form or different timing than maybe your ego wants, but it is possible. And from my point of view, the easiest and most effective way to do that is by doing the internal work. Because when you do that, when you clean up the internal stuff, when you heal old wounds, when you clean up belief systems, all the stuff we work on on the show, your vibration shifts, your consciousness shifts. So naturally the people in your life shift, the amount of money you make shifts, the opportunities you take shift. I mean, everything shifts because as you up level your consciousness, you up level everything, your health, your wealth, everything. So I want to help you with this. And you may have heard me talk about Mastery. My online course is called Over It and On With It, named after this podcast. And enrollment starts in October. I'm going to be teaching a free master class about living life with no regrets on October 11th. Make sure you sign up for the free master class so that you get the special bonus that I'm going to be offering for the over and on with it online course, which includes live coaching with me and meditations and all kinds of stuff. But you guys, this is, it took me 
12 years to launch an online course. And this seriously is the culmination of all of my best stuff so that you can raise your consciousness by doing the internal work. And then your life, your external life will just naturally shift. I guarantee you it will. I see it all the time in my life and with the thousands of people that I've worked with at this point. So christinehassler.com, make sure you're on my email list. You get all the notifications because I want to help you get to your villa in Bali or whatever that goal is for you. You can, you can do it. I believe in you. You can borrow my belief until yours gets stronger. Okay. So let's dive into some questions here. I'm going to answer three questions. First one is from Timmy. He writes, I have a question about masculine feminine dynamics in relationships. The typical view I heard was that men hide their emotions or are not emotional enough and women are too emotional. I think all the women I've dated heard this and they no longer think it's okay to express emotions. I'm an emotional guy. I love expressing emotions and I love receiving them, but I've not dated a woman yet who's had the same comfort level as me or their feelings come out in an unhealthy way because they've been repressed. I'm always the one that feels like I'm too emotional. I feel masculated and less than. I know a large part of it's from society, but yeah, I'm seeking an emotionally available woman and cannot seem to find one. Okay, Timmy, this is a great question and I'm glad you brought this up because I know many men who long to be more emotional in their lives. It's a generalization that women are more emotional and not an absolute. A big reason men are perceived as less emotional is because of cultural conditioning. It's more acceptable for women to express our emotions, whereas men often feel the expectation to be strong and keep their emotions at bay. But we're living in a time where more and more men are expressing vulnerability, which is awesome. And I encourage men to continue to break down the expectation that being emotionally available or vulnerable or expressing emotion is weak. So thank you, Timmy, for being one of those men. So now to your specific situation. I'm curious why you're attracting emotionally unavailable women. There are a lot of emotionally available women out there. So there's a few things to consider. When women suppress their emotions, often they're not comfortable in their feminine energy and are more alpha and therefore are attracted to more beta men because there is polarity there. So my first piece of guidance to you has to do with really understanding how you're showing up with women. I love that you're emotionally available. However, I'm wondering if you're really stepping into your masculine energy. You said you're an emotional guy, and I'm not sure what you mean by that. But if you're leading with your emotions, a woman may not feel your powerful masculine energy. I would recommend actually looking into doing some men's work where you learn to balance your masculine and feminine energy and have other men to be emotional with and express yourself with so that your lady is not the only person you process emotion with. And perhaps consider going by Tim instead of Timmy. Also, I'm curious if this has any tiebacks to your parents. One question Tony Robbins asks a lot in his interventions is, whose love did you crave the most, your mother's or father's? I love, love, love this question because it gives us insight into our adult romantic relationship dynamics. For example, if your mother was not very emotionally available, you may be attracted to a woman like her, hoping you can finally get the love you crave from someone like her. This could work another way too. Let's say you were extremely close to your mother and she was very nurturing, perhaps even to the point of coddling and you crave someone like that. Or she was super emotional with you and you two bonded that way. You had like an emotional sharing bond and that's what you think love is. So I encourage you to reflect on this a little bit and consider if there's any healing work, any cleanup work you need to do when it comes to your relationship with your mom 
or it could have been your dad. Look at your relationship with him if his love was the love you crave the most. So in other words, you don't want to be playing out dynamics or unresolved issues you had with a parent in your romantic relationships. If you start to shift your masculine energy, clean up any leftover stuff with mom or dad, the type of woman you start to attract will shift as well. Hope this helps. My next question is from Julia. She writes, I am 25. I moved to the city to chase my career, leaving behind a relationship of nine years to my high school sweetheart that wasn't fulfilling my lifestyle needs anymore. I'm now dating a new man and we've been together for a year and a half. We have so much fun together. We are inseparable. We have so much in common and I know we aspire to want the same things out of life, home, marriage, and kids. My question is, why can't I trust this is really going to happen? Why do I find a way to sabotage our progress when things are going so smoothly? I feel I'm very impatient and want everything to happen quickly. And yet when I don't get the answers I want said to me in a certain way, then I distance myself and begin not to trust the relationship is moving in the way I had hoped. Please help. Okay. Hello, Julia. I'm so glad you're aware that you're engaging in what could be sabotaging behavior and are intentional about shifting it. That is very mature of you. So without knowing too many of the details about your past, it sounds like this comes down to trust. On some level, you're not trusting him, yourself, or the universe. And that usually means there's a limiting belief that you feel you're unworthy or undeserving in some way. That may be why you want things to happen so quickly. You're so afraid that they aren't going to happen, that the only way to deal with that fear is to have proof ASAP. But once they do happen, you will find another thing to doubt or be concerned about or be impatient with until you really, really start trusting and truly believe that you are worthy and deserving of your dreams. And just a reminder, Julia, having the home, marriage, and kids is not a guarantee that you will be happy or content once you get them. As long as this kind of impatience and distrust exists, you will continue to look for something outside of you to ease your internal angst. So here's my recommendation, and it's going to seem super simple, but I feel like this is what will be most powerful for you at this time. Start a meditation or some kind of spiritual practice and be really, really serious about it. Consider transcendental meditation or kundalini yoga or taking a a meditation course of some kind or studying with a spiritual teacher. The reason I'm suggesting this is for two reasons. From what you shared, you seem to be very externally referenced. You want someone or something outside of you to make you feel content. But true contentment can only come from within. And a meditation practice, a spiritual practice, really can help you find that. Also, from what you shared, you seem to be very future-focused and kind of living by a checklist. And to really feel and experience trust, we must be in the present moment and learn how to just be. To be in the moment, to be in uncertainty, to be in the unknown, and to be in the discomfort of whatever is coming up. And learn to manage our discomfort and respond to our discomfort and shift our discomfort rather than going outside ourselves looking for something or someone to shift it for us. I feel that if you really take this seriously, you'll discover your own internal wisdom, which could also help you really start to trust yourself. Okay, my last question is from Krista. Hi, Christine. I watched your video on how to increase your energy by protecting your energy. 
I relate to being an empath and found your five tips extremely helpful. I'm noticing a difference in my energy already. Sometimes when I said good energy to people, I end up feeling really depleted. The feeling and visual I get is like I'm sending them my own energy and create sort of a loving, protective womb around them. But then I'm done. I don't have any of that energy left for myself. After watching your video, I realize I need to protect my energy and I'm making a daily habit to do that. My question is, what does it feel like or look like when you send energy to people in a healthy way? I'm finding it hard to reconcile the concept of zipping up or protecting my own energy, but still being able to send positive vibes without getting drained. Second question, do you have any other advice or visualizations to help replenish once you feel like you've given too much? Many thanks, Krista. Okay. Krista, 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 Krista. (laughs) You are a sweetheart. Oh, and P.S. everybody, that uh, blog that she mentioned, how to increase your energy by protecting your energy. I'll link that up in the show notes if you missed that and you want to read that. There's a blog and a video. So Krista, my darling, stop sending your energy. You, you don't want to send your energy. That's why you're getting depleted. You don't want to take energy out of your body and give it to someone else. What you want to do is think of yourself as more of a conduit of sending light, of sending love to someone. And, and, and also like, we don't want to give our energy to someone else, not only because we don't want to be depleted, but that creates an energetic cord and it can slime them. Like, I don't want to give my personal energy to anybody. One, it drains me. And two, they may not want it. They may not be asking for my personal energy. So I'm so glad that we're clearing this up. So what I want you to shift to is imagine that, well, well, first, a great thing to do is imagine that you've got like a grounding cord coming out of your tailbone, grounding you to earth or out of the soles of your feet. And just imagine this like golden grounding cord, just rooting you into the center of the earth. So you're super, super grounded in the earth and in your body. And then expand your awareness up to the top of your head and shoot that awareness up like a column of light. And imagine that light and love is just pouring in from source, from God, from the highest realm, whatever you want to call it. And then bring that light and energy in and you can either bring it through you or just send it directly to that person for their highest good. That was something I learned at the University of Santa Monica where I got my spiritual psychology degree. Always send light and love for the highest good of all concerned, including you. So you can imagine that light coming in and you can imagine sending it through your hands or your heart or just sending that light to that person for their highest good. And really make the distinction. You're sending light and love. You're not sending your energy. It's not yours. It's not yours you're sending. Okay. I think I made that point. In terms of replenishing, well, I don't think you're going to feel so drained if you stop sending your energy. You know, if you're sending light and love from the highest source, that's, that's infinite supply. And so that shouldn't drain you. But if you are feeling drained or you have an interaction with someone where you're feeling a little drained, anything with water is really great. A shower, a bath with Epsom salt is really great. You can also just imagine like a golden cascade or a waterfall of light cascading over you, rinsing off and clearing anything that doesn't belong to you. I think I put this in the video, but another thing I learned is to imagine like a purple flame in your solar plexus burning off anything that is not yours. Okay. But the key is for you, Krista, and for everyone, um, we don't want to be using our own physical resources to fill up someone else. We want to be conduit rather than depleting our own physical energy. And again, I'll link the blog up, how to protect your energy. So you have more of it in the show notes. All right, everybody time for a dip in the pool and then some 
amazing lunch. Again, follow me on Instagram so you can see all the pics of my trip here and the retreat that we have coming up. If you want me to answer your question on Coach's Corner or you want to get on the wait list to be coached live on the air, please email assist at christinehassler.com and Sarah will put you on the list. Sending you so, so, so much light and love from the highest source for your highest good. Money, many, many blessings and much love, everybody. Until next time. 